Hey guys, Codus here. Welcome back to the Old Christian Podcast. Hey guys, Jared here. Welcome Jared, back you look, to the... you look very tan right now. Like, you look like you got a spray tan in your lighting oh. right now. It looks like you have a spray tan. Thank you. Uh, I did I get a spray tan. I'm just kidding. Jared, Jared went on vacation. How was I that? I did. It was actually really fun. Um, I went with my in-laws, and uh, it was really good, actually. Uh, I got to bond with my father-in-law a good bit. It was a fun fact, just a random story. So I had a little bit of a throw on the other side of the boat kind of moment. Um, I forget where that's at in the Gospels, but so, you know, Jesus told them to cast on the other side of the boat, and so they did, and they caught a whole bunch of fish. Well, my father-in-law, we went fishing, and that's what we like to do, both of us. And, uh, and so, long story short, there's... I'm going to call them a sand bridge. It's like, for whatever reason, every like hundred yards, the the sand just pushes out all the way to the first sandbar. It's like you can walk all the way to the first sandbar. It's kind of weird. And then there's a really deep gap between the two sand bridges, I'm calling it. Anyways, so we go out to the sand bridge that's right in front of our hotel or whatever it is in our condo. And we're fishing, you know, not really getting a bite. And then I just felt God kind of say, hey, go over to this, this sand bridge, walk over there. So I did. And then literally for the next like two hours, if it wasn't every cast, it was every other cast. We were catching a different fish. Um, and so it was really cool. You know, best time of our lives uh, fishing from the beach. So it was really cool, really fun, um, good memory. So I enjoyed it. I wish I was back. Now I'm working. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, if you didn't know it. We have a live audience now. So yeah, we've got, we're that big. We just, I feel like Jimmy Kimmel right now, bro. <laughs> anyway, so back to the topic. Uh, I'm Cody. This is Jared. Welcome back to the Open Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about hope. Um, mm. So hope, who's that? No, not that person, the thing. So um, I haven't really planned this out. I was just kind of going to go with it, kind of run with it. Um, I asked story time. So biggest thing is hope in the world and hope in God. Completely different things. Christian hope mm. and worldly hope. So before I was a Christian, kind of an atheist, whatever, uh, I didn't know what I was. I was just kind of there. But uh, I dated this girl, super bad, obviously, but God used it for good. Uh, she left me, um, and that's why I became depressed. Like, dude, it was it was bad. Um, but I felt like I lost everything. I felt like there was nothing left anymore. I just felt like I, I lost all my hope because I put all my hope in her. You know, all these plans, mm. all this stuff, all my hope was in her. So when she left... That meant all my hope left. All my hope was gone. But now, now because I'm a Christian and now that I'm with God and I'm walking with God, my hope is found in God and not in people. So now if someone leaves or if something leaves, my hope isn't leaving because my hope was in God. And God will never leave nor forsake me. He promises that plenty of times. So if you put your hope in God and not in people or things or whatever, when these things leave, because people are going to leave, things are going to leave, that's going to happen. So if you put your hope in God, your hope is never going to leave because God will never leave you. And so I think that's a big message a lot of people need to know. Like if you put your hope into people, your hope is going to leave and your hope is going to fail you. But if you put your hope in God, but if you put your hope, hope in God, God will never leave you. Um, I don't know that song, Jared. Jared sent me a song. I don't know that song. <laughs> okay, so the song goes, it says – 
Oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday is gone. Something like that. So anyways, I thought it'd be fitting and I didn't want to distract you. I was thinking, you know, I I was about to send a message be like, hey, we'll just play this at the end of of the podcast. Um, I distracted you. No, no. But anyway, like, I I see that a lot though. A lot of people put their hope in money. Like, for example, I guess... Mm idols like they put their hope in money they say okay if i get money um i I can financially free myself i can get a new house i can get a new car i can do all this stuff but when they lose their job or they lose their money their hope is gone but they put their hope in god and they say god i know you're going to get me out of this situation god i know you're going to take care of my needs god i know you're going to help me pay my bills their hope is there and their hope is not going to leave them and i don't know Hmm. i just think that's a big thing a lot of people accidentally do they put their hope in other things because like Oh, I'm going to put my hope in this person because this person, you know, they're going to help me in my life. They're going to help me get closer mm-hmm. to God. They're going to help me read my Bible. But then that thing leaves. That person leaves and your hope is gone. Mm, what are you oh. rooted in, Codis? I am rooted in faith. Is that the answer? Uh, I was just, I was just, I guess it was more of a, a rhetorical question. But yeah, I mean, our roots yeah. should be in Christ. Uh, he's our cornerstone. Yeah. So keep going. Um, But... I don't know. That was just the big. Uh, I guess that's the main hitter right there. That's the hammer on the head. No, mm, that's the, the hammer, hammer on the nail. That's oh. that's the bing. That's what you need to know. That's the that's the keystone notes or spark notes. I don't know, but don't put your hope in people because people will fail you. Yep, absolutely. Um, so this message of hope reminds me of what I'm about to read. It's right out of, out of scripture here, so it's gonna be Second Corinthians chapter four. Um, I'm going to start in verse 13, and it says this, uh, But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith that the psalmist, which would be David, the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present to himself, to, uh, sorry, and present us to himself together with you. All of this for your benefit, and as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will will receive more and more glory. This is a little bit long of a passage. That is why we never give up. This is our hope. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. And it starts in chapter 5, verse 1. For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies, and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing. For we will put on heavenly bodies. We will not be spirits without bodies. While we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us, but rather we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God himself has prepared us for this, and us sorry, and as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. And so I read all that. I know it's a long passage, but I read all that because... Uh, the pains we've been feeling can't compare to the joy that's coming, right? And so yeah. when what this passage says is like even though we're going through these afflictions or these trials, it's like we have hope because we know what's to come. And when we die, we are going to receive these new glorified bodies that will be absent mm-hmm. of the, the trials and troubles of this life. And so that's why we have hope is because we know what's coming. So anyways, thought it was uh, neat. 
this hole. Anyway. Um, yes, but, sing it, Codis. Uh, that's not my job. I'm not with Bauer. But uh, <laughs> I guess that was just like the main thing. Really short episode, kind of, or at least main gist there. But uh, that's the big thing. Like, don't, don't. Where do you put your hope? You know, that mm. honestly, where you put your hope is where you idolize. So, like, if you put your hope in your job because you think your job's going to save you, that's an nice. idol right there. Like, your job, it might, you know, you, you can make money and it might financially set you free, but who's going to really set you free? Jesus came to set, set the captives free. Mmm. Look at you. Look at Man. you. What would, uh, what would you define hope as? Trust. Faith, honestly. Uh, but a belief that something can help you. I guess. Yeah. A yeah. way out of the tunnel. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, definitely a feeling of trust. Google says a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the second definition is a feeling of trust. So there you go. Um, yeah. But the reason I ask is because I'm thinking of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and it says, uh, Faith, hope, and love remain, but the greatest of these is love. And so if faith is different than than hope, because you listen differently, faith, hope, and love. Um, I, did, I was just curious what your thoughts were on, on what hope is. Um, and so wait, if, if hope is trust, then what is faith? Faith is the belief of something. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, I think a lot of people use those terms interchangeably. They say they use trust as faith, like, Oh yeah, I have faith, and they'll be like, "I have trust," you know, and the same with hope. But anyways, um, yeah, I feel like faith is yeah. more like I believe, but hope is like, you know, like I I believe, but you know, like faith is I believe, but hope is like I believe, but you know, because like, for example, like I have faith I'm going to get pizza tonight, or like I hope I'm getting pizza tonight. <laughs> I see the point you're trying to make. You know what I, I mean. I see the point you're making. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Graham here. I, I think, uh, yeah, you're right. You're the next Billy Graham, bro. Um, <laughs> dude, you know how cool that'd be, though? Anyways. You, uh, you no, know, yeah, I'm kidding. No, that my disciple would be the next Billy Graham. That's what's cool, bro. I, I count you as a disciple. I, I just claim that. So, I, I count um, you as my apostle. Is that the next level, right? It's apostle, disciple. I, I would, I don't, no, I don't think so. Um, What's above disciple? Daddy disciple. <laughs> Excuse me? Did you say that to the mic again? I didn't hear that. I'll call yeah, you daddy. The de- disciple. <laughs> the DD. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, where's I going with that? Uh, <laughs> um, I hope I get pizza tonight. Right, right, right. So I see the point you're trying to make. And I, I, I think that that's how... Uh, the modern use of hope is almost like uh, like a like a reluctant hope kind of thing. Like I really hope so, but I don't think it's not gonna. Like I think it's not gonna happen. Like it's not realistic. But I, I think that hope is also just another way of saying joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. People kind of inter- interchange those. Uh, like, I have but, joy. Right. Um, I do think that the biblical definition of each of those, as you described, are different. And I, I think that biblical hope is strong and not uh, yeah. reluctant. And I, I think that 
biblical hope is something that Paul held on to while he was in, in prison. Same with joy, too. I mean, uh, we see in Philippians, he's talking about, hey, we should be joyful. I think it's chapter 4. I could be wrong. Um, he's saying, look, we should be joyful. And he was in prison when he wrote it, you know. Um, so, anyways, that's just, just, just a thought. Um, cling to our hope, and our hope is in Jesus. So, because um, yes. he's, he's our cornerstone. He's what we are founded on. It's what the faith is founded on. Everything hinges on Jesus. Um, and everything should go back to Jesus. Uh, you want to know how you should be acting? Look at Jesus's life. You want to know what you should be doing? Look at Jesus's life. You know what I mean? So um, he's the perfect model. It's awesome. So yeah. um, that's my thought. Last thought. I like it. I like hearing your ideas. They uh, they might be a little wonky sometimes, like the the daddy disciple, the yeah, the DD. So, anyways, I'm going to pray us out, and I apologize for all of you who are listening. Maybe Actually, actually, you know what is a good way to disciple, Jared? What's that? Well, there's a few ways. One good mm-hmm. way is reading a book that can help you, you know, with your mm. Christian walk. Because, you know, the mm-hmm. more knowledge, the more tools you have. So, Drawing Near by Jared Montana, great book. 10 out of 10. Would read again. Um, you can check it out in our link in our bios on like everything. Another thing, your clothing. When you mm. meet someone, obviously you're gonna be like, okay, how are they dressed? They looking good or not? You got Christian clothing? It's a man that's looking good right there. Yeah. So just like you're talking about, you read the book, learn how to disciple, and then once you make your own disciples, as chapter 18 tells you to do, you wear this Christian clothing, and it just sets the ambiance. It really does. It just if yeah. you want to feel good, you want to feel like a Christian, you got to wear Christian apparel. It's like a candle when you're on a date. It kind of sets the mood. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I'm dancing but, to, the, you know, to the music. So you read the book. You, you know, you, you got in the clothes and everything. But now you kind of want to talk to us about how you thought about the book or how you even – or how you like the clothing. We have a Discord for that, Jared. We do. Prayer requests? Yeah. Discord. Christian community? Yeah. Discord. Bible studies that we don't ever do on the Discord because nobody hops on anymore? Discord. We'll get there. Boom. Yeah. I think we need to start advertising that again on TikTok. We're we're very bad at advertising our stuff. We are. We're not advertising. We do fairly well, though. I guess so. Yeah, Let, we need. Let's go through a, an advertising campaign for the next week or two, <laughs> because uh, we haven't advertised the Discord since like December. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, yeah. everybody listening, so it's official. I graduated. Yeah. Woo! Where's the applause? Diploma and everything. I didn't you what? sign it. I said I signed the diploma and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's anyway. your plans, man? What's your plans? Going to Georgia. Then what? Hey, man, where God guides, he provides, all right? Oh, so you're just going with the flow of God's provisions. Yeah. God okay. will help. Probably, probably do sales for a few years and then see what happens S- after that. Sales? Like, so you're going you're gonna to steer some boats? I'm like a free agent right now, man. Mm, you are. An undrafted free agent. God is my agent, and he's going to tell me where to go. There you go. Is is he working, uh, communicating with all the, the the teams, the job out there, and you don't see it, man. He's working. You may not see it now, but you'll understand later. It's a good sports agent. Check out my TikTok. For 
But yeah, he's a uh, good. He's like you know Tom Brady. Well, no, Tom Brady does witchcraft. Um, yeah, I'm really <laughs> cool. good Christian. Got him on the Titans. Okay. Gonna price out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, I got you. Daddy God, <laughs> Father God. I'm sorry. That lacked reverence. That's my fault. I bad. Bad Jared, I'll slap my wrist. All right. Father God, thank you for the opportunity. Huh? Childlike faith, though. Right. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity of faith that you've given us. And thank you for the humor that you've given us. Uh, Though my humor is dry, God, I'm sure it will impact your kingdom in some way. Uh, So thank you for that, I guess. I hope it's in a positive way. God, thank you for the the opportunity of fellowship that you've given us. Uh, Though it may be through technology uh as weird as that is god thank you for that and for the times that we live in and for those who are listening god we we want to thank you for them as well and as they go about their day or they uh, wrap up their night god whatever it is or whatever time it is that they're listening to this we pray for them uh pray that you help them uh, accomplish a love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness goodness and self-control um god help us to become more like you and uh Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins, and that is the ultimate sacrifice that you were willing to to lay out for us, and there is no greater love than that, God. So thank you for showing us that greatest love, and I pray that you give us the opportunities to show love to all of our neighbors, um, to everybody around us that we encounter, that uh, they see your light through us. Uh, God, I, I pray often that you use uh, me and people around uh, that are listening to this podcast, God, I just pray that you use us like the moon reflects the sun's light to the dark earth, God, I pray that we reflect your light to this dark world. Um, and uh, with all these things, uh, God, continue to guide us, guard us, protect us, and all these things we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I love you. Jared loves you. God loves you. Godspeed. <laughs>